0: Podcast, This is Brian Newton Fuller coming to you from Scorpion Ranch in Chicago, Texas, that lawless little town outside of Austin, just to the west of Austin, as a matter of fact. So I appreciate all of y'all uh, tuning in. I've actually seen that like around 30 people have been downloading these things, so to you 30 special folks, I appreciate it. If you want to ask me any questions or whatever, go to my website. I finally got it set back up. I had to change server, host, whatever the hell it is. I've probably got it kind of sort of set up, but go out there because you can see, uh, the podcast and you can go check out this, uh, new hot group called Lil Brian and the Whiners. And, uh, we're on Spotify. We're on, uh, iTunes. We're on everything. It's Lil Brian, L-I-L and then B-R-I-N-E and the Whiners. But check it out on Spotify. That's where the, uh, bio is and everything. But I think you'll like that stuff. If you like this crazy crap, you'll love that crazy music crap that we're doing out there. All right. Out there in the social media interweb world of fun and and adventure. And speaking of that, we're going to get right into a story here. And this one here is a story um, I recently thought about. I'd forgotten about it so I kind of wrote it up. It's on a, what I call it is the, it's the best job I ever had. All right. And what, the reason I'm calling it the best job I ever had, it was a job I was going to quit, but I didn't. So let me explain to her. All right. This is when I was in high school, I mean, in college, um, I had a summer job, one college where, I was me and these like five other guys were hired by these two owners to redo these convenience stores they had. So it was just a summer job that we're going to go in there and redo everything. I guess they had to redo them per their licensing agreement or whatever the hell it was, um, whatever they had on that. But we had to go there and redo the stores. So when this job started, whatever day it was, I don't know. They said, hey, well, we got to be at this store at eight o'clock, right? So we all get there at eight o'clock. All right. But the door is the, sh- the the store's shut. I guess they're keeping them shut while they while they're renovating it. So the door, the, the store is shut. These two owners aren't around. So we have to wait around to like freaking 10 o'clock. And then these owners just kind of come lollygagging their ass in at 10 o'clock. Right. And, uh, and it's like, whatever, man. So, you know, we get there. They, they get there, and they get and they look at us, and they don't really say anything. And then they walk up walk up there, and they open up the door. And it was at this point, after they opened the door, they looked at us. They said, well, what are you waiting for? Somebody to carry you in? You're already late for work. Let's go. And it was at that point right there that I started kind of realizing, these guys might be dicks, so we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens here. But we go through the workday taking shelves apart and everything. But these two owners are walking around and they're saying shit to each other just to prop themselves up and remind us to remind us that we work for them. Right. They'd say things like, like this one guy goes, you know, it's good to be the owner. The only thing I need to work for working for me is my finger telling you what to do. Or the other, well, the other guy said, he goes, you know what? The toughest part about being the owner carried all that cash in the bank. You know, they start cackling about that shit you know, and I knew, I was like, ah, oh, these guys are complete assholes, right? I was like, I couldn't believe what dicks they were. But what was weirder, and I don't know if you've ever been in this position. If you've ever had a job with a bunch of people, and like one person is a dick, right? If one person's a dick, y'all all kind of sort of cloister around your general hatred for this asshole, and it brings you together, right? Because if they're a dick, they're a dick, and everybody does it, and... That's why, you know, a lot of like leaders in armies and shit want to be assholes because everybody hates him. And then they'll fight to on whatever. Who gives a shit about fucking armies? <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm talking about. But my whole point was I've had other jobs where somebody's a dick and we all we all surround each other and revel in the fact this person's dick and our hatred for them is thrown towards them. Right. But these five guys I work with, they didn't even give a shit. I mean, not at all. I mean, these guys were like, you know, whatever, you know, the, the those guys said, they just didn't give a shit. And I remember at one point after the guy said, you know, toughest part of being the owner, carrying all the stuff to the bank, I looked at this guy and go, yeah, seems like the hardest, uh, hardest part about being an owner is carrying all that insecurity to the morally bankrupt bank. Now, granted, okay, not the funniest joke, but these guys, when I said it to this guy, I was like, what, what do you mean? What's that mean? I was like, fuck, I tell you what it means. It means to be a long summer. I couldn't believe that these guys, but, you know, maybe they're better people than I am, that they don't get hatred going like I do and God love them, but man, I, was, I was pissed at those guys, right? So all, all week, same thing happened. The dudes would say some some dumbass shit, and every day would get there at 8 o'clock, and these guys would never show up until 10, but every day would leave. They'd say, 8 o'clock tomorrow, sharp, be here. And they'd be there at ten, right? All right. So that next Monday, and then the day they hand out the paychecks for the previous week, and when they handed them out, they said, you know, said shit like, "Giving you this money feels like we're st- you're stealing from us," or you know, they also did this other one like, "Hey, don't spend it all in one place." I mean, just t- t- total asshole. dick. Just give me my fucking money, man. Come on. So whenever they finished, I looked at the paycheck and it was for like thirty hours, and I went to the owner and I said, "Hey, man, I." You know, where are these other 10 hours that I worked? I Because I worked 40 hours last week. And they looked perplexed. And they said, well, you work from 10 to 5 for five days. That's 30 hours. I told them, like, hey, man, you were the ones that told us to be at 8 o'clock. I'm here at 8. It's not my fault you fucking decided to show up. I didn't say fucking because I was trying to be nice. But I'll say it in the story. <laughs> you decided to show up at 10. And that's when they said to me, go, hey, if you ain't actually working, I ain't actually paying. And they just walked off, right? Oh, man, this pissed me off. So I got home and I decided, fuck this, man, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. So the next day I showed up at 11 so I could get that Monday's paycheck, right? So I walked in, the owner looked at me and points at his watch and goes, it's 11 o'clock. You're late. So I just thought I'd be a smart ass. And I said, well, hey, you said you ain't actually paying unless I'm actually working. So I wanted to make sure that you were actually here. And then I was going to tell them I was going to quit. I was going to say I'm going to quit until I saw the perplexed look on their faces at my literal interpretation of their pay theory. And the fact that this guy looks at me and says, well, just start working, but don't let it happen again. Oh, man. I decided to keep on working and took that as an open invitation right there. So the next day I came in at twelve. <laughs> they looked at me, and they said, Do you know what time it is? I looked at my watch and I said, Wow, it's already lunchtime. Ah, see you at one. And I went to lunch. <laughs> went to lunch and came back. I could tell they were pissed, but they didn't say shit. So I did this all week and never got fired. So just for fun. I pushed it further. The next week, I started leaving at 3. First time I was leaving, they asked where I was going, I told them, I was like, I said, hey, I'm done actually working, so you're done actually having to pay. And I came back the next day thinking they're going to fire me, but they were pissed, and they still didn't fire me. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> and what's crazier is they would crank on my work ethic to these other five guys when they handed me my paycheck, right? When they handed them out, they turned to the other workers and say, One time this guy goes, he goes, someone here's only getting paid for 24 hours of work this week. And uh, I looked at the workers and I said, hey, he can't be talking about me because I only worked 20 hours this week. And I grabbed the check while I looked all freaked out and (laughs) thought I miscalculated my hours. It was awesome, man. It went on the whole summer. I'd show up when I wanted. I'd leave when I wanted. I'd take Fridays off. I'd have a Monday off. And every time I showed up, I was ready to be fired. But all that happened, all that happened is I just continued to be pissed. It just continued to piss these guys off. Basically... I was the teenager, and these dudes were my parents, right? Just the side of me pissed them off, but I was doing my chores, so they had to pay me an allowance. So this job goes all summer until the last day on this job. And on that particular day... I got there at 9.30, so when they drove up at 10, that uh, they would see me out front, and I knew it would rattle them a little bit. Uh, but then I stayed actually to 5, and that really threw them right there. So while my way out, as I looked at both of them in my real smart-ass voice, I said, hey, I just want to thank you both, as this was the greatest job I have ever had. And being a totally cocky dick, the way I said that, right? And they looked back at me, and they said, And we just want to tell you, you've been the greatest worker that we've ever had. To which I looked at them and said, well played, my friends, well played. And we shook hands on our mutual dislike of each other and went about our separate ways. So that was the greatest job I ever had that uh, I never was going to quit, but I didn't quit. So if you have the opportunity to ever be in a position of where you're going to quit a job, because somebody's an asshole, my advice to you is stick around just a little bit longer. Stick around just a little bit longer. I mean, granted, you know, because I try to do meditation and look at the positive things and all that that sort of stuff. But, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of fun in that vindication to know that you are like the fingernails on the chalkboard of life for that person, just pissing them off. So uh, so it's probably, it's a small victory, and it's not a big moral victory to do that, but it sure feels pretty fucking good. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, so that is my story, and I want to thank every one of y'all for for getting here, for for downloading these. And like I say, if you wanna leave any questions, uh, ask me any questions. If you want me to make up a story about something, I'll do it for sure. So, uh, but you can always go to chicobratx.com that's c-h-i-c-o-b-r-a-t-x.com and check it out and more importantly go listen on Spotify on iTunes on Amazon Music to Lil Brian and the Whiners belting out all the greatest hits for all the cool cats and kittens around the world until this time until the next time I just have something to say to y'all and that is peace. So...